edition of Everything is Awesome. I'm your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. And uh, you may have noticed that we, we, we didn't post an episode last week, um, and there's a, there's a reason for that uh, that we'll get to in just a moment. Um, I just want to remind everybody to check us out on the interwebs. Uh, the show can be found on Twitter at RealAwesomePod, on Instagram at Awesome Podcast, and of course on the internet at uh, AwesomePodcast.com. You can find me on Twitter. It's probably the best place, uh, the best place to find me on um, at that nerdy Kev. And um, you know, uh, nerdykev.com is something that I'm in the process of getting back up. There's a post up there about cancer, which we'll also touch on in this episode. Um, and a little, uh, I become a brand ambassador for for uh, uh, F cancer, fuck cancer, let's F cancer, you know, whatever you want to call them. Uh, so if you want to uh, donate to a, a pretty good cause that um, means something to me, uh, then go go for it. I'd rather you do that than do what I'm about to ask you as well, and that's go to our Patreon page. Uh, you can help support this podcast. Though, please, please, please support uh, anything that's you know an actual charity first. You know, support cancer and you know cancer research uh, uh anti-kid touching wh- whatever you know like the wayne foundation whatever whatever charity you like um you know support that first or support f cancer or or the wayne foundation they're like the two charities that i really support um but if you have some spare cash after that and you don't want to uh spend it on booze or spend it on uh, you know, boring bills or anything like that, you can help me cover some of the bills for Everything is Awesome um, by simply going to patreon.com slash awesomepodcast. It's also on awesomepodcast.com. If you click the support link in our menu, it takes you to like a couple ways that you can help support us. Um, and Patreon is, is, is probably the, the funnest way to help support us. Uh, because you get bonus stuff, you get, um, you might get some swag, uh, and and think of Patreon as an ongoing Kickstarter. Um, you, you send a little bit of scratch to us every month, you get a little something in return every month. Um, there's rewards that I have goals that I want to meet that I actually am going to go through again and, and, and maybe tweak them a little bit. But, um, basically, uh, what Patreon does for artists like me, indie artists, is it gives us an opportunity um, to allow the fans to help support us in, in whatever fashion they choose. And then also gives you something in return for it. Um, and like, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be paying for this out of my pocket, uh, for everything is awesome. But if we could get some of that cost covered by you guys, then that just means we can do cool things like live shows like we did at, uh, the Philadelphia podcast festival. Like we're going to do in two days, two days in New York city. We're going to hell's kitchen guys. Uh, and we're going to be going on at 11 PM. Our time was bumped by an hour. Uh, we're going to go on at 11 PM and do our show live. Uh, we're going to have Rachel Leishman on Leishman. I I'm so sorry, Rachel. I, I, I have not found out how to pronounce your name properly yet uh god's honest truth i probably will not even ask you before we have you on the show uh but she's coming on she's an actress she's uh, an improv artist she's a podcaster so i'm really excited to have someone that i don't know uh as a guest on the live show i'm really excited we have a game planned uh with her 
Uh, and then we also are going to have a musical guest. The cast of Once Upon a Time, the rock opera, uh, will be on hand to um, sing a couple songs and, and talk about their film and stuff. Uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good old time. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot of drinking, I'm sure. Uh, so if you're in the New York City, I think it's uh, there's only a few spots left to come in and watch the show. So uh, go you know to check that out. Go to uh, tickets.awesomepodcast.com uh, to see how many. If if I don't even know if it's sold out yet, but um, anyway. Uh, on to this week's show. This is episode 37, guys. Um, should have been out last week, September 28th. Um, but some things happened, um, that, uh, made me not post it. Um, so, uh, I recorded it and, and A, uh, shockingly, and I, I know, again, this week it's not going to happen really, but I, I thought it was going to be a lot more emotional talking about it. And, and I shockingly kept my composure. I, I think I, I got choked up a few times. Um, but overall I, it was all kind of good. You know, nothing, I, I did not break down and cry like I thought it was going to. Now you might say, why are you, you're going to break down and cry about Kevin Smith? Yes, actually I very, very well could have. And, and here's why, um, here's why I thought that was going to be a super emotional episode on top of the fact that I already, like when I talk about chasing Amy or I watch chasing Amy, I tend to, uh, you know, get emotional because it's just a really emotional movie. Um, is I, I brought up my uncle, and this kind of goes back to the beginning of the episode, um, and me talking about uh, cancer and stuff, and how I want to bring that up in this week's episode. So uh, a couple months ago, my uncle was diagnosed with uh, cancer, um, and but you know it was very positive from the get go and whatnot, and um, none of us really talked about it like publicly, like we 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 talked about it within our family circle and, um, I told my close personal friends who I consider family and, um, but everything was really positive because things were just going really, really well. Um, and, and there's a reason I'm, I'm talking about this during my Kevin Smith episode and I promise I'll, I'll get there. Uh, but just uh, the day before my Philadelphia podcast show, uh, we found out that, uh, he was, no longer in remission. He was only in remission for probably about a month. Um, and it just, it was like a huge gut, uh, you know, punch to the gut. Um, I mean, I was super emotional about, uh, you know, finding out the first time and finding out the second time was like just worse. It was just worse. And then, you know, after that, um, things just, you know, th- it, it was a bigger hurdle. Long story short, short it's been a, bur- a bigger hurdle at the time of me um, recording the podcast for Kevin, this episode 37, Kevin Smith episode, um, things were just, it just was a very depressing time. Um, you know, it wasn't bad. There was not, you know, there was no talk that this is the end or anything like that. Thank God. It just was like, you know, a very big, a very, very big hurdle to get over. And since then, um, I have had the opportunity to go and stay the night, um, one night with him. And even like that was just, was a huge improvement from the last time I saw him from that. And like, things are just in such an uptick and whatnot that I didn't want to post the episode where I was kind of dejected, um, about it because now I have this newfound positivity for it. And, and, you know, anyone that I've talked to, you know, whether you're a close friend or, or family or on 
uh, on the internet. You know, I, I've posted a couple things about cancer, and, and obviously I've, I have a blog post on nerdykev.com about it. So a bunch of you super friends out there have, have totally sensed your positive vibes or your thoughts and prayers or whatever, and whatever you choose to do, uh, and I really, truly do appreciate that to all my super friends, and that includes the listeners, that includes my friends, that includes my family, um, and it's it's kept me in good spirits, um, as, as well as a couple uh, podcasts that I'll shout, shout out in just a minute, but, you know, so things are on a much better swing. Um, and that's why I wanted to re-record this episode, and that's why I just kind of just skipped last week altogether, because it was just kind of bu- a busy week dealing with um, all the emotions and whatnot. Now, um, before I move on to uh, why uh, I'm talking about my uncle and his cancer during this Kevin Smith is uh, awesome episode, uh, I do want to do a couple shout-outs to... Um, a few podcasts out there that have really in, in my times have always in my times of, of sadness brought me laughter, uh, for some of them, but recently some of them are new listens, they're new friends. Um, and during this, this before I would say Friday, you know, one of the, one of the saddest times of my life, you know, dealing with my uncle, uh, now I shouldn't say dealing with my uncle, but having to go through, I'm not going through anything. Let's put that out there. But, you know, having to be, you know, just see what it's, what this disease is doing to my uncle uh, or did to my uncle, uh, you know, up at one point, um, these podcasts, uh, have really kind of made me forget for, for the hour that, that I listened in and, and, and made me laugh. Uh, Jason, uh, Jason Ashley, uh, from too cool for tabletop, uh, Jason, James, Madeline, and and Chris, um, the gang at Too Cool for Tabletop, uh, they their their podcast is hilarious. It's funny um, and uh, just a pretty really good, fun, actual play D and D podcast. Uh, and um, you know, I just uh, thank you guys. Thank you, Jason. Um, you know, you, you, especially you, you, you know, you and I, have, uh, you and I have, uh, talk outside of, of podcasts as well. So, um, not that we talked about my uncle or anything, but, um, I consider you a friend and, and the fact that I get to listen to your podcast and it's one of my favorite podcasts out there right now, uh, is just thank you so much, uh, for doing what you do, uh, and making me forget, uh, Jeff Stormer with Party One podcast, same, same kind of deal, except uh, it's a, it's a game built for two and, uh, just, you know, whether it's, uh, him telling a really good story to, to get me to laugh or draw actual emotion, emotion from me. Um, just another podcast that when I listened to, I was able to like escape my brain for the hour or, or whatever. So thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Party One and, and all your guests that come on and, and do that thing. Um, this is a fairly new podcast that I picked up because of Jeff actually. And that's the, um, campaign pod campaign podcast, uh, from the one shot network. Now I don't know any of these cats personally. I have not talked to them. I'm hoping to get, uh, various members of that team on this show at some point, uh, would, now that I'm all caught up, I would love to sit down and just chat, uh, with them. But, uh, I'd say this one, and this is not anything against, uh, any, the other podcasts I want to mention or Jeff or Jason and their podcasts, but, um, the campaign podcast, uh, really, really helped me during this time. Um, so thank you to, uh, you know, 
uh, and I don't really know all their all their names, so I may I'm just gonna go with their character names. Thank you, uh, Lintel. Thank you, Trist. Thank you, uh, Leonik, and thank you, Bacta. Um, you know, the, the campaign podcast is a Star Wars actual play podcast using the Edge of the Empire system, and uh, it was really. It was, it was a lot, it's just one of the funniest podcasts I know, but more importantly, um, because of its Star Wars connection, it, it really meant a lot, uh, listening to that, you know, your, their story, the campaign podcast story unfold, uh, and let me laugh for the hour or, you know, anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes or whatever it is, letting me laugh and forget about it. Uh, it, it, it means a lot because the first person I ever watched Star Wars with, was with my uncle. I was, I was, I don't know how old I was, but first time I ever watched A New Hope uh, was, you know, probably, I'm 32 now, was probably, you know, over 20 years ago. I, I was probably single digits in age, and I remember sitting down and, and um, watching it with my uncle, and the, and that scene where the Tusken Raider pops up and scares, um, scares Luke, and, and Luke falls back, you know, that, that was, I got, I jumped, I got scared, and, and Star Wars has a special place in my heart, especially, uh, with the recent events of my, with my uncle, uh, so, you know, it's, I, I have very fond memories of that, and to kind of, to hear a podcast that loves that universe so goddamn much, uh, and have a lot of fun with their characters that they created in this, you know, alt universe or whatever you want to call it in this, in the Star Wars universe that, that they're, they're playing their game in. And, um, it just, it was an excellent way for me to laugh, an excellent way for me to forget about everything that was happening for an hour a week. Um, just such, if you have not listened to campaign podcast, I highly recommend you do. You might not have the emotional connection that I have to it, but uh, it is funny. Um, it is. It's it ranks up there with some of the best actual play podcasts. And, and uh, you know, I only listen to I, I, I if I guess three of four of them. I listen to four of them. So uh, you know, it's 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 it ranks up there with just all all those other three. So thank you to everyone involved with Campaign Pod. Um, you've helped more than you than you can ever imagine. Uh, thank you to. Uh, a quest for magic and steel, David Steele and the whole Steel Clan, Steel Empire, the extra E for entertainment. Um, they are another actual play podcast, a uh, little shorter for a little bit of a shorter form one. Usually, it's about usually thirty minutes to forty minutes. But um, you know, again, just uh, a, it, it was a way for me to escape. The storytelling is done really well by the DM uh, Amara. Amara, uh, sorry, I always forget how to pronounce your name. Uh, you can belittle me later, Dave. Uh, and just the, you know, the, the, they're all really good. And, and the, um, the whole cast kind of just, I don't know, it's just a wonderful family experience. And, and I, that's what I appreciate the most out of that podcast and, and hearing the stories told from there. It's just, it just warms my heart. Um, so, you know, thank you to you guys. And, um, one final uh, thank you goes to basically I'm gonna I'm gonna say it to the Smodcast Network, but it's mainly Smodcast and tell them Steve Dave. Um, those you know Kevin Smith and and Scott Mosier Johnson and Walt Flanagan and and, and BQ. Um, you guys, the, they're some of the funniest guys that out there. Uh, you know, and 
I've been lucky enough to, to chat with Walt. I've been lucky enough to have a very small conversation with Johnson and with BQ um, at the Red State premiere. Uh, and just really nice guys. They're really funny. And um, I, mean, th I think it goes without saying that, that you guys helped me through you know, a, a tough time. Um, okay, uh, so how does this all tie, how do all these things, my uncle's cancer, uh, me thanking these podcasts and, and whatnot tie, and Star Wars tie into Kevin Smith? So I mentioned that my uncle introduced me to Star Wars. Um, I give a lot of credit to Kevin Smith for influencing me to be the person I am today as far as a storyteller and entertainer. But... It's, it really, that credit should go to my uncle because my uncle, I am very much my uncle. Not only do I look like my uncle a lot, but I, I have his mannerisms. I have his sense of humor. I, I mean, he's only 16 years older than me. So my uncle is more like an older brother at this point. And, um, we, so I just, we've always had good times hanging out and whatnot. And, and I, the, I am the person I am today. You know, obviously because of my parents, but to a, a large degree because of my uncle. And my uncle showed me a little black and white film uh, when I was probably 12 years old in, in 1996. Um, I, I have to guess is when this happened. And at the time, I, I all I thought was, what is this black and white film? And I didn't really think much of it. I didn't get it. I did not get it. Um... But I, years, you know, as time went on, I, would, I you know, my uncle showed me, I don't know if he showed me Mall Rats or not, but he definitely showed me Dogma. Um, and, and you know, I, I, it was a good movie. I liked it then, I was, but I still, you know, and I didn't grasp the whole universe that was being created there. Uh, and then at one point I found Jay and Silent Bob on my own, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, and, and I was like, these guys are in those other movies. Let me go revisit this universe. And, and that's when I became an epic Kevin Smith fan. So, so for me to give credit to Kevin Smith and say that he is, is an influence on who I am today as an entertainer or storyteller or whatever, is, is I need to go back a step further and go back to my uncle because he's the one that sh showed me the way. He's the one that introduced me to Kevin Smith. And um, for that reason, you know, as much as Star Wars has a special place in my heart, especially these days... Um, as, as, uh, you know, I, I get older or, or, you know, again, because I just have that fond memory of, of watching it with my uncle who is going through this tough time now, I, I have that same feeling, that same special place in my heart for Kevin Smith too. Um, and I don't know that I would have said that before, uh, you know, my uncle had cancer. I definitely would have said that Kevin Smith meant a lot to me as far as an entertainer is concerned. I, he's, you know, I, I, I admire him, but I don't know if I would ever say he had a special place in my heart before, but now he does. You know, if your heart is divided into sections for family, for your, 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 in my case, fiance, but you know, your, your, your significant other and your kids and whatnot, my heart hopefully has grown an extra size or two to make room for some of these other things that are really important to me, uh, like, like Star Wars and just pop culture, geek culture in general and, and Kevin Smith, because, um, I would not be the person I am today without my uncle or without Star Wars or without, um, Kevin Smith. Um, sorry, I got a little emotional there. Uh, anyway, so that's how this all ties together. And, and one final beat before I move on after, I don't know, 20 minutes of recording probably. Um, 
one of the final beat before I get onto this podcast about Kevin Smith is uh, if you have a desire to, to just help in any way, um, obviously, you know, uh, like I said, positive vibes, prayers, thoughts, whatever your thing is, are most welcome. But if you want to financially help, um, I, you know, and this isn't to help my uncle directly, it's to help cancer. Um, that charity I mentioned earlier, the, the let's F cancer, fuck cancer, F cancer, um, uh, charity. Uh, if anyone that knows my uncle very much knows that like, that's my uncle. Uh, he, he's very, um, loose with the foul language, much like the, the, the Kevin Smith that you all know. And, um, you know, so, uh, that's why I kind of gravitated to that, that charity. Um, I've known about him for a couple of years now. Uh, and the day that I found out that my uncle had cancer was the day that I went to their website and, and bought a couple shirts for him and I, cause I knew that he would, he would fucking love it. Uh, because it is exactly what my uncle, I mean, I think we all probably have that feeling about fuck cancer, but it's exactly my uncle. It's exactly how I picture my uncle. And it's, I think the charity, if he were to choose a, a cancer charity, I think it's the, that's the one he would pick. Um, and whatnot. So, um, you can go to nerdykev.com, uh, and read my blog post about it. It's a little bit more, um, I wrote that when my uncle was going through a really, you know, one of the toughest times with this cancer, uh, battle. So it's might be a little bit more emotional or whatever, but there's also a donate link to let's have cancer, F cancer, fuck cancer. I, um, and, and you can donate through everything. It's an, everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. Says, uh, fuck cancer is, is, is my little campaign or whatever for them, uh, as a brand ambassador for, uh, fuck cancer. So, um, okay. After 20 minutes, uh, let's go to, uh, the career of Kevin Smith and one of the, you know, I, I episode 37, I tried, I tried, I tried to get him on. Um, it was hard to find contact information. I know you guys are saying, fuck you. You can get him on Twitter, but you know, you can't, you can't, he's got a, uh, 2 million followers or something. So it's hard to get his attention and say, be on my podcast. Um, I found a solid email address or at least I'm 99% sure I found a solid email address to contact someone that could possibly set it up, but nothing happened with it, which is fine. Um, I totally respect that that dude's busy. Uh, he's, he's got, he's, he's promoting yoga hosers. He, he's directing the flash. He's directing Supergirl and stuff. So motherfucker, I, I, who am I? I'm no one to him. So I get that I'm a busy fella or he, that he's a busy fella. So uh, in lieu of having him on, I could have skipped uh, episode 37 and just aired episode 38 with um, the boys from After Six, but um, I didn't want to do that because uh, that's just not me. I mean, I do skip weeks, obviously, like we did last week, but I wanted to, wanted to do something about Kevin Smith, especially in this time uh, where he means probably the most to me uh, than he, has, he ever has. Uh, so let's just kind of, we have, uh, I have about 20 minutes left before I have to stop this recording. So let's just kind of get into it. Let's get into the career of Kevin Smith, the directing career, because, which also covers most of his writing career as well. Um, but let's just get into some of his movies and, and chant about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, you know, I'll, I'll have some commentary about each one and clerks is special to me. Clerks, um, at first before I didn't realize I wanted to do something with filmmaking until I was about 27 years old. Uh, well after I became a fan of Kevin Smith, well after I started podcasting, well after I was in, you know, I should, I should have found out earlier, but so, so 
Clerks now, in my late 20s and now early 30s, is a film I watch and say, motherfuck, if that can be a movie, and not in a negative way, that's so not what I mean by that, but if that's that's a movie, I can make a movie. Like, that's, why not me, you know? Um, and and I would hope that my first movie that I ever, hope that I will make one day, like, I'm hoping that that's a movie that some kid watches and says, if that's a movie, why not me? Like, that's, I think, would be the greatest compliment to a movie, in my opinion. Uh, and Clerks embodies that. Clerks, uh, embodies the indie spirit, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, you know, I've given up, a, I listen to a lot of mainstream podcasts. Now I listen to a lot of more indie podcasts, like Campaign Podcasts, like Too Cool for Tabletop, like After Six Podcasts, like A Quest for Magic and Steel. All these podcasts that I've talked about and that I listen to, most of them are indie now. I, the only mainstreams I really listen to are Smodcast and Tell em Steve Dave now. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, it, it's indies, you know, I, I bleed indie. I love indie. Um, I love that indie spirit. That's what clerks embodies. And, and every time I watch that movie, uh, you know, I always think back to, wow, like this is, this is awesome. This is like, this is history. Clerks is history. Um, you know, it's, you're, you're, I don't think any movie will ever live that clerks experience. You know, um, we, we, the indie is indie movies are harder and harder to come by, um, and and movies that um, change the game I think are harder to come by. And, and you know you might say what did Clerks change? I think Clerks offered the ability, or at least mainstreamed the ability to to create a movie about you know talking like, you know, like this is a movie that I would want to see so I'm going to make this movie or this is you know this movie has people talking about Star Wars that you know it's it's a very pop culture heavy movie and you know that's it, that's that all stems from Kevin Smith the R-rated comedy I, I feel comes you know obviously there's there was some before Kevin Smith and there were obviously some after but I think 94 was just you know we're never going to get that clerk's experience again I, you know Clerks for me is a history making movie, um, and it's it's very I think it's very well done for you know especially for its budget and um, it is definitely I think a movie that you can study and say this this is how to or maybe how to not make a film in some cases in some scenes and whatnot. Um, so Clerks is is you know I'll always I'll always love Clerks again and, and that's that was you know my uncle's gateway into me getting into Kevin Smith is, is by showing me clerks. Uh, obviously Mallrats, uh, which is probably some of some people's favorite movie of all time from Kevin Smith. Um, Mallrats did not do well in theater. It was ahead of its time. Um, and it um, has a huge cult following. I mean, that cult following has now grown beyond that, I believe. But it found its success in, in VHS and DVD and stuff. And um, I enjoy Mallrats. I love it. Um, Mallrats I mean, going obviously, I knew that there was something more than just these individual movies when I saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back for that first time. But going back and rewatching these movies, I rewatched them in order, and watching Mallrats and hearing those direct references to Clerks and and this universe building before there were universes, before the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there and before like just trilogies of movies, like before you know, not before that, but like. After the trilogy, like, the, the, the Star Wars universe was those Star Wars movies, uh, and, and to some extent, some of the, the extended universe stuff that's now Legacy, but in a cinematic sense, there has never been a true cinematic universe, um, and nothing that to that extent 
and you know, Marvel probably is the one that named the cinematic universe that that term there. But Kevin Smith did it first. Like before before Marvel, it was Kevin Smith building his Jersey trilogy out of five movies. Um Mallrats also gave me, gave us, not me, but gave us Jason Lee. Jason Lee is uh, one of my favorite actors. I, I try to watch everything he's been in or ha- will be in. I, I think he's just a wonderful actor. I, I, I you know, and I, I support talent. And, um, you know, Mall, and Mallrats is just a fun, a fun ride. It's a fun movie. Uh, and I get why it's some people's favorite movie. Now, Chasing Amy is the one. Chasing Amy is my movie. That's my favorite Kevin Smith movie of all, all time. Um, and I think it's because I can relate to Holden, though I've always said I relate to Dante Hicks more. Um, I, I would imagine, I, whenever I picture myself as a person in the Kevin Smith universe, uh, or the View Askewverse, I always picture myself as Dante Hicks. But very, I, I would say to ex- an extent, I've always had a connection to Holden. Um, I've always had that connection uh, it, it, this movie became my favorite movie for, for two simple reasons. Um, and they're closely related. And that, it, it was the, the two monologues in that film, Ben Affleck's monologue, uh, when he confesses his love, uh, to Joey, Laura, Joey, Lauren Adams. Um, and, uh, I'm not, I'm not using character names cause I don't know. I just use real names for whatever reason, but uh, that monologue is just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And every time I have a chance to work it in as, as something to do as like a project, I try to. And it ends up always being a little too long for what the project's calling for. So I've never really successfully have done it. But that monologue is so beautiful. I cry every time I listen to it. I cry a lot dur- during Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy is... I, I think I can probably honestly say it is my favorite movie of all time. I, there's not a movie t- to me that is better. I know a lot of people will argue that. And I know you could pro- I could probably point out movies that do this better and do that better or do whatever better. But as a whole movie, I will always watch Chasing Amy no matter where I find it, whether it's on Netflix, no matter it's on T- TBS or whatever. Chasing Amy is uh, probably the movie I've seen the most in my life, and it is my favorite movie of all time, my favorite movie from Kevin Smith. Uh, it's just such a beautiful movie. And, and that, of course, uh, the other monologue from Silent Bob when he talks about Chasing Amy. Um, just another wonderful dialogue or monologue that I've tried to work in, and it's just hard to because Jay interrupts and also because it's um, it's also a little long and whatnot, but... I love Chasing Amy so dearly. It's it's very near and dear to my heart um, because, I don't know, whatever connection, I connect to that movie. I connect that movie to a lot and not because I'm a, I'm a lesbian or anything because that's, that's obviously not it. Uh, it's just I really connect to Holden, um, the ideal love, I guess. Dogma, dogma. I'm gonna be starting to rush through these because I'm running. I'm really running out of time, guys. Um, but Dogma was probably the first movie I saw from Kevin Smith um, that uh, that I enjoyed. And what that means is, I I think Dogma. I may have seen Mallrats with my uncle, but I definitely saw Dogma with my uncle. And uh, in in that movie is. Um, the first movie that I saw Kevin Smith that I remember liking. Uh, and I remember at the end of it, I think it says, you know, at the end of the credits, it says Jay and Silent Bob will return or something like that. And that blew my mind. I was like, what? And like, I, and that, you know, just the universe building there. 
A, I mean, Ben. So Dog Dogma gives us like a really another good showcase movie of Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Um, you know, it's just uh, such a such a good cast. Alan fucking Rickman's in that movie. Fucking that's in, that blows my mind now. Like back then, it was like whatever. That's just the cast. But like now that I really sit down as a thirty-two-year-old man to think down, think about that Kevin Smith fucking worked with Alan Rickman blows my mind. Um, and not because Kevin Smith is like, is, is not good enough. Uh, it's just Kevin Smith and Alan Rickman come from two different worlds, you know? And, you know, Alan Rickman is, is from my favorite, my other, my second favorite movie of all time is probably Die Hard. It's definitely my favorite Christmas movie. I can say that for sure. Um, and you know, like the fact that fucking Hans Gruber was in Dogma is an amazing, an amazing idea for me. Uh, from there, we go to uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, uh, which is probably the movie that I saw. I was uh, 2001. I was I was 16 going on 17, 17. Uh, I don't know when it came out specifically, but you know, it's the year I turned 17. And um, that is the movie that uh, reconnected me to Kevin Smith officially. And as a teenager, made me go back and rewatch the whole universe. Uh, and really kind of become a Kevin Smith fan. Uh, and, you know, it was, uh, I remember like just looking for things that he would do from that point forward, which, uh, you know, wow, it was year, three years later. Most of his movies are about two year, um, every two years, roughly. So it, it was about four years until we saw Jersey Girl. Now, I would say in between then, it was three years, I'm sorry. In between then is when I probably fell in love with Kevin Smith even more because of his uh, Evening With series. Um, he's such a great speaker and whatnot. Um, and Jersey Girl, I've really enjoyed. I, I That's a movie that I think does not get enough love. I think that's... I really enjoyed that movie. I thought... It's not as good as Chasing Amy, but Jersey Girl was really good. And, I mean, it was probably... it was. I was disappointed that it wasn't officially part of that view of Skewverse, but um, it's just such a good, good movie. I... I I, I don't think it deserves all the flack that it got. I think it ranks up there with some of them. Again, I think Chasing Amy's better, but it's definitely not Kevin Smith's worst movie. Um, and I don't know what I would call his worst movie because I enjoy every single movie that he's done. Um, and, I mean, I guess maybe saying that, maybe, I would if I had to pick one, it could be that. But I, I doubt it. I mean, I, I really enjoyed Jersey Girl. Ben Affleck, again, um, love that guy as an actor, so it's always great seeing him. Uh, Clerks 2, uh, which is such a great movie. Um, it's probably, um, in the, at least the, uh, pre red state days, it is probably his best movie. I think I like Jersey girl more, but it's Clerks 2 is probably his best movie. Uh, critically, maybe not critically, but I would say his, his best done movie. It's the movie that should have been, like, it's a perfect sequel to Clerks. Perfect sequel. Um, I do want to touch on TV a little bit, because he has, he, this is when he started doing TV. He, he uh, directed the pilot episode of Reaper, which was a really fun show. I really enjoyed that. And you can see that, that Kevin Smith, you know, even though he wasn't the creator of it or anything, he set some tones for that show. He definitely set some tones for that show. Zach and me remake of Porno. Uh, was, it was, it was a fun movie. Definitely fun. Um, it wasn't, I think you could tell this is right around where he stopped telling stories for himself and he was trying to tell stories 
for the studios and stuff. Uh, I think that you can tell that with this film, but I still enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. It's also, it is somewhat personal to him, I think. In my opinion, that's the story of him making Clerks. And I think he said that. If I remember one of his Q&As, he's gone on, on record and saying that that, that was his, that, that Zack and Mary make a porno is, is kind of the story of him making Clerks. Um, and I enjoyed it. Again, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I think, um, oh God, uh, Randall, Jeff, um, Jeff Anderson, I think he's great in that flick. I think that's one of his best performances is in Zack and Miri make a porno. Cop Out, I love. I, I shouldn't say I love, but I enjoyed Cop Out. Uh, you know, I can see where people may say they didn't, but to me, it just harkens back to the classic, you know, 80s kind of buddy cop movie. I, I enjoyed it. It's a fun popcorn movie, I'll say. You know, it's 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 not written by Kevin Smith. It's just directed by him. I enjoyed it. Bottom line, I enjoyed it. Um, we're going to go through the next three real quick. Red State, we're going to say them at the same time. Red State Tusk Yoga Hosers. Now, Red State um, is when uh, he kind of lost it with the critics and whatnot. And, um, which is, you know, I, I guess kind of understandable uh, with, with how he feels. If you can get in that mindset. Red State is a movie where, like, I still, like, I'm officially on board for liking it, but it took a couple watches because it was such a great film, and it built up, built up, and then boom, they ran out of money, or whatever the reason was, that it cut to that John Goodman scene of just sitting him, basically recapping the whole event, um, and, uh, I, I've grown to like the movie, like, the movie has become one of my, one of my top tier Kevin Smith movies, um, I think it's just insanely well written, insanely well shot, and, uh, it's, it's, it's just really good. Um, Tusk is a movie I've only seen once and I don't know how I feel about it, but I think that's what makes it a good movie is it, is it causes conversation. Um, so Tusk is a movie I definitely am going to go back and revisit. Uh, and Yoga Hosers is his most recent film. And I saw that, I, I saw that on the Fandango event. So I saw that on, I think it was August 30th or something like that. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, um, out there, it's definitely not a, it's not a traditional Kevin Smith movie, uh, but it has his elements in it, it has his elements in it, and you know what, at the end of the day, I enjoyed it, that's what I, I, I want to do in my movies, I want to go and watch a movie and enjoy it, and it's, I'll, I'll rewatch it, and when my daughter's older, and, and, and wants to start watching movies, or, or whatever, when I go to sit her down, I don't know that Clerks will be the first movie I sit down with her to watch. It might be Yoga Hosers. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of other movies, but I mean, the first Kevin Smith movie that I watch with my daughter will probably be Yoga Hosers because it's, it's you know, girl clerks, but with some with some action in it. Um, it was really good. And um, the only other thing I want to talk about when it comes to Kevin Smith is The Flash. Um, the Flash, he directed an episode last season. Uh, I think it was episode 20 or 21, The Runaway Dinosaur. Uh, and it was so insanely good. Like I, I loved it. Love, love, loved it. And I am, I am a, uh, I thought it was one of the better episodes of season two. I loved season two. The Flash is probably my favorite television show on, on, um, on not Netflix or so non-streaming TV. Um, Maybe The Walking Dead gives it a run for its money, but The Flash is is something that I just it make I smile every time I watch. I oh god, I wish we had more time to talk about the season three premiere because fuck that sh that was good. I loved oh Flash is so so good. I can't wait to see what he does for uh, in, in his episode this season in season three. Uh, but I mean, The Flash may be some of his best work. I I, just, I really enjoyed it. Really really enjoyed it. 
Um, there's a lot more that I could tackle when I, when talking about Kevin Smith, and I hope to talk to him one day on this show. That's never a goal I'm going to give up on. Um, we got Aaron McGathy, and we'll get Kevin Smith, and we'll get Aisha Tyler. Uh, I don't know when, but we got Aaron McGathy. If we can get Aaron McGathy, uh, in my opinion, we, we can get anyone we want. We just have to put our mind to it. Um, so, uh, just a reminder, um, in two days, if you're listening to this on, on the day release, uh, we're going to be in New York, October 7th. Uh, it's a Friday at 11 PM. We're going live with everything is awesome. Late night at the producers club in New York city, hell's kitchen. Um, so make sure if you're in the area, if you're at New York comic con, we're on way late, come check it out. Tickets will be at the door. If you don't buy them ahead of time. Um, just come check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Late night's going to be loose. It's going to be a little, you know, drinks. It's going to be fun. We're going to play some games. It's going to be fun. Come on, guys. Come do it. Um, and don't worry if you're going to miss on that one. We're going to have another show uh, November 17th at Bridge Set Sound on South Street in Philadelphia at 8 p.m. So don't worry. There's another opportunity for you to, for you to come see us. I, I love our live shows. It's a little, it's, it's just a different uh, aspect for this. Um, make sure you... Um, uh, let's see. What else do I want you to do? make sure you go to nerdykev.com and uh, if you have the spare cash, donate to uh, the Let's Up Cancer people. And um, again, I just want to thank everyone out there who has shown support and their their positive vibes and, and prayers and stuff. Uh, you know, for my uncle, um, I want to thank again. Uh, Too cool for tabletop. Party of one. Uh, Quest for magic and steel. Smodcast. Tell them Steve, Dave, and of course campaign podcast uh, for. Just the laughs for, for making me laugh in, in a time when I really, really needed it. Um, and thank you to the Super Friends for all your support. You can support us in many ways. Uh, easiest ways to tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. I swear to God, next week I'll start reading them on air. Uh, thank you uh, for doing that in advance. Uh, you can also um, su- uh, support us through Patreon.com. Uh, patreon.com slash awesome podcasts. Uh, you can pledge a little bit of money and that money will help us offset some bills and also maybe give you some bonus content, give you some swag, stuff like that. Um, so if you, if you have this extra cash, um, please do, please, I, I will appreciate it. I'll love you forever. Um, and whatnot. So, uh, for this week's everything is on, oh, of course, thank you to Kevin Smith, um, for just your career. Um, it, again, uh, not only just in movies, but podcasting, um, you are Kevin Smith. You are just a special person to me. I know I'm nothing to you, but you are a special person to me. Uh, and you know, anytime that I'm sad, I can either pop on a movie to laugh or pop on a podcast to laugh. Or if I want to cry, I just pop on chasing Amy and and I'll cry. And, um, whenever I need something like that, I I can usually turn to you, Kev and, uh, and, and it works out. So thank you to Kevin Smith, um, for being an inspiration to me as a storyteller, for being an inspiration to me as a podcaster. Uh, we're going to leave on that note for everything is awesome. I'm Kev and you're listening to us right here only on awesomepodcast.com. We've been awesome.